Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> to the to the Duster Squad podcast. Uh, we are once again a team of three, but I will be cutting in. Obviously, Ben's not here. You don't see him on the screen. But I will be cutting in little segments with Benny because uh, I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. So don't don't fret. You'll get to hear that that Canadians fan speak uh, if you really want to. And see his beard. His, and his see his glorious beard. Yep. beard. Yep. Uh, what are you talking about? Mine isn't good enough. Let me see. You haven't shaved in a while, right? Uh, out that's, of all of us, that's actually pretty good, dude. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's yeah, a, dude. It's not Come quite. Back to the camera. It's here. not quite here. connecting <laughs> here, but it's not bad. That's good. It's a nice trim. You got a nice trim yeah. line on the bottom there. But it doesn't connect right here. Because hmm. my. It's right. It's this spot right here. Yeah, right there. That's a tough spot. Even I sometimes don't have hair there. Dude, that's you know what? You're you're top two now. <laughs> top two. You are top Mike two. And I are, Mike and I are just like you know what? Mustache time. <laughs> it's must. It's mustache time. Yep. Uh, all right. So we haven't uh, actually talked in two weeks because we took last weekend off because of American Thanksgiving. Yeah. Which is Thanksgiving. like it is for canadians uh but yeah so i mean how 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 was your guys's little break if you had one it was it was good we uh continued the tradition to go to chinese the night before very nice very nice this was funny so there was probably a group of 25 of us that going going. to the chinese place yeah 25 Yeah, that's, like it's, it's, that's my whole, it's like my whole side of my mom's family that are available. Oh, that's cool, though. Yeah, that's cool. Dang. 2025. There was, there was a good amount of us. Anyway, um, Liz came with me for the first time, right? And nice. She says, man, I've never seen you this excited. You're really in your element right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We don't have Chinese buffets around here. Not really. We really don't. It's kind of lame. Wait, where? Oh, you drove back home. Yeah, it was up north with your friend. That's why. Okay, I was gonna say. Okay, very nice. So then uh, we had Thanksgiving the next day, and I'll tell you, getting stuffed the night before does not make for a very like desirable next day. It seems like a questionable like tactic. Going I was talking to my mom about it, and she's like, "I wish we would do it a different day instead of the night right before Thanksgiving." But I'm like, "Well, hey, you can't change it now." Yeah, it's tradition when everybody's here. Yeah, that's true. And uh, Sunday when I came back, I don't know that was so Saturday. They went over to get my aunts, aunts and uncles went over to get P vans. So oh, they they snagged me a dog. Nice. On the way, <laughs> coming back, so I had one of those. <laughs> then we got Chick Fil A. Dang. <laughs> All kinds of food. I also had P vans. Uh, we had we got it on Friday, and it was my first time going into Canada since everything so that was cool oh yeah it's nice, easy now dude. you don't even need like they don't even check like no it doesn't matter for americans stuff. to cross it's different they still restrict kind of canadians coming in oh They're, do they it's, it's a tougher process for canadians to come in they still gotta check like vaccination statuses yeah. and all that stuff mm. but um americans going back across going over and coming back it, back it's basically Wait, back to normal seems like so it. 
Mike, you were in, you went to Canada? I did. I went, it, I mean, I went like, it was like 10 miles in, but, but yeah. Oh, oh okay. okay. Did you get oh, a nice. coffee crisp? No, I asked my dad if uh, he wanted to go down the street to the Uh And he was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I was like, it's like a, it's like a gas station, like a convenience store. It's the uh, Stewart's of Canada. Yeah, it's Canadian Stewart's. And I looked up what it meant and it meant up late or something like that. Or going to bed late or something. Yeah. It's a late night gas station. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah because... because uh, open with those bars across the street. Yeah. <laughs> so you said it's called Koosh Tard? Yeah. Because it's... So, tar- right, you're tardy. Tard yeah, is yeah. late. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Don't flag me, YouTube. I'm I'm not... Whatever. It's uh, French. It's Francais. And then Le oh, Couche yeah, yeah. is, uh, <laughs> is like, uh, Couche <laughs> is like bed, is like bed, I think, or bedtime or something. Mm. But yeah. So yeah, there's a little, uh, a little, uh, you know, in, look into our, me and Nick's Thanksgivings. Eric, did you have any wieners this, uh, Thanksgiving? Uh, no, I did <laughs> not. Um, Dustin did have wieners in the form of red peppers, however. Oh, so you what? You give him red pepper? Well, yeah, we give him red pepper. We give him red pepper. And we just cut wow. it into long strips. And we, uh, for, oh, by the way, to all the viewers, I usually don't disclose names on here, but Dustin's the name of my guinea pig. He's a handsome, he's a handsome chubby boy. Dusty. He was Dusty featured on the, uh, in the Long Island yes. vlog quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, Thanksgiving was fantastic this year. It was very small. Uh, we just had Caroline over. It was me, Caroline, and my parents. And then oh, we... Um, Caroline and I made mac and cheese as a side. Nice. And my parents made, they did like the normal thing. They just wanted a side. They did stuffing, turkey breasts, uh, mashed potatoes, carrots. It was awesome. I ate so much food. So did they, did they just do just turkey breasts? Like they didn't do a full ass turkey? Yeah, no, because it's only the four of us. Cause that like, makes sense. That'd, yeah. be, that'd just be way too much. Like <laughs> even a small, even a small turkey is. Yeah, uh, they're like, big. 11 12 pounds yeah they're really so. just big chickens if you want to exactly. get tech- if you're yeah, if you don't want to yeah. be technical <laughs> uh but yeah no it was it was awesome and then we went over for dessert we went over to my uncle's house um oh, nice. for some italian italian pastry gotta gotta get some italian dessert in there yeah oh yeah of course yeah. is that is mac and cheese do you have mac and cheese as well nick is that a thing for you guys um no my no we did okay. it for the friendsgiving when we okay. did it at brian's yeah but we we don't do it apart as a part of uh the regular one. Come on brain do it <laughs> um yeah regular <laughs> <laughs> but they my grandparents do it for christmas okay Ooh. okay yeah, it's very good. Make we... it, making homemade mac. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Oof. What cheese did you use? Velveeta? That's the thing. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, that's the thing. Uh, Caroline got some some fancy cheeses at Trader Joe's, oh. so we use those, which is nice. All right. It was uh, actually, you'd like it. It was a jalapeno ooh, oh, pepper jack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I like that. If I had cheese. some leftovers, I'd, I'd ship them up to you. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, and then a Gruyere and cheddar mix. Gruyere okay. is very good for like um, for melting and for like a, a little a sharpness. Yeah, I guess. yeah. 
and a creaminess at the same time. Nice. But it was very good. It was very good. Very filling. Nice. Uh, okay, so that that's gonna do it for the for the Thanksgiving talk. Oh yeah. Because I'd like to talk to you boys a little bit, just a little bit, just a few minutes, on the World Cup. The FIFA World oh Cup is happening. Has oh been my... happening for the last week or something. Yep. Um. Because I'm watching this. I watched a little bit because it's on Fox, and we that's this part of the station that I work at is Fox. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we had whatever, we had access to it. So I was like, yeah, I'll just put it on while I'm working, whatever. I, I like soccer. I like playing soccer. I had a lot of fun back in the day. Uh, but my God, what a bunch of wussies, man. <laughs> I mean... You go from hockey and then watch soccer. It's ridiculous. These guys, like, they get bumped and they're grabbing parts of their body that weren't even in, like, the collision. They're rolling around. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> I don't know, what, do you, what do you guys think about that? All right. So I have, I have some strong feelings about this as well. Uh, it's funny you say that. I remember watching. Uh, when, so when. We'll get to the Islanders, but when Caroline came over before Thanksgiving, it was Wednesday night. That's when the Islanders played the Oilers. And before before that game, we were watching a World Cup game. I forget which one, but we went to hockey. And I remember something happened. An Islander player did something. And I just was like in my head, I'm like, oh, dang it. They're going to call that. And then I'm like, wait a minute. No, they're not. That's not. a. And I'm like, wait, why did I? Oh my god! It's just because I was watching soccer, and yeah, I thought, soccer like, whatever little, whatever little context, I'm like, oh, there we go. <laughs> it's going to be a penalty. It's, Absolutely wild. It's so, it was really weird. It's so different. But, but I will say this: uh, this World Cup has been like the World Cup of upsets. Oh my goodness, which is fantastic. But I think when people say soccer is such like a dramatic sport. It honestly is, and I I, I don't want to like knock soccer. Is it frustrating that people try to like draw calls? Basically, yes. But at the same time, just like the passion that the fans and the players have, like every single game, they do anything that it takes to win. Anything that it takes to win. And I that just absolutely, it's for for entertainment purposes, it's fantastic. Uh, that being said, I think the nature of the game, like the way there's one ref managing an entire field, like I know is there's it only the offsides, one guys. Yeah. Oh, jeez, I didn't know that. So, so, like, that's why, like, with uh, VAR or whatever they call it for offsides, like, implementing uh, implementing technology to kind of help out that ref, I think is a good thing. Yeah. But it's kind of understandable. Like, of course, players are going to try to draw calls because the ref is kind of far away or doesn't see something clearly, and they're going to steal it, you know? It's kind of like um, basketball, right? I mean, Nick, I know you probably follow basketball more than anyone here. But it's like the it. nature of the game is it. to draw calls. That, right. Yeah. The I nature of the game. Too, so like if you can sell a call to get you a yeah. A set a, a set kick or something, you know. Or if yeah. you can draw a call in basketball to get yourself free shots, it's it's or, annoying, but I come from I come from <laughs> hockey. All right. We don't do that shit. That's lame. You play the game. <laughs> play to win the game uh, i guess technically that's what they're doing it just i i just yeah. it's so like i just don't i hate when people are like it's the best sport in the world and i'm like no <laughs> it's it's like it's like 10 percent acting 
I'm <laughs> fucking <laughs> stupid. Uh, it is, yeah. And, I, yeah, I, I just that. I just remember seeing that and I was like I told Danielle, I was like, I got I'm gonna have to yell about this on the podcast. <laughs> so it's like, like well, come on. He's just like it's so it's and it's so obvious and they have like slow-mo replay now. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it's like even more obvious. Like, yeah. oh yeah, he barely got touched. <laughs> you know, Mike, I wanna hear your thoughts though on this American World Cup team. I mean, they've been doing pretty good. I saw, I good. watched part of the uh, the Iran, the, the game against yeah. or, or Iran, I think is yes. how you say it. Um, so yeah, that was pretty cool to see him beat them because that's an upset, right? It's got to be. Uh, I think the U.S., they were still favored uh, based okay. on okay. the games before. But I mean, yes, in the sense that like, yeah, the United States usually doesn't even qualify for the World Cup. Yeah. So yes, it was they, very impressive. So yeah, what are they? They're in the round of sixteen now. So hey, yep, well done, well done. Yes, keep it going. Did you see the uh, guy get kicked in the in the nads? <laughs> no, oh, no, he do. I'm no, I did not. Uh, so the U.S. played Iran and won one nothing, right? Oh, was I it Pulisic it was when he when he scored that goal? It was yeah. one. It was, it was one nothing. Oh, it was dang. It was when he scored yeah. the goal. Yeah. He got yeah, kicked he, in his balls? They said it was an abdominal injury, but maybe he got I mean, if you get kicked in the balls <laughs> hard enough, you'll probably get an abdominal injury. <laughs> oh, God. You get like a hernia or something. I did not see that, but I want to. Um, and I will be looking that up after. Yeah, I didn't see the goal. I just like looked up at one point and it was one zero. Mm. And I was like, hey. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's usually how well it goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's soccer. It's so slow, too. It's like, Although oh my the God. Uh, podcast won't be dropping by then, there is a game tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Ooh. Yeah, Argentina versus Australia, I believe. USA plays tomorrow morning, too. Ooh. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's tomorrow. I have to catch Saturday. that. Oof. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe I'll. You know what? I'll put in a little excerpt here with Benny. Maybe talk about that. Uh. <laughs> Live updates on the game. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys want you guys want to talk about about our teams a little bit? Yeah. I don't. No, you don't. Oh no, no. God damn it, man! We're gonna go there first. Come all on. Right, uh- Nick, I have a question for you. Uh, who is Alex Debrinkit, and have you seen him lately? No, we have seen Claude <laughs> Giroux. Okay, okay. I um, am so, so pissed. I I believe, <laughs> if my memory serves me correctly, that the Senators have won two of their last, like, a bunch. <laughs> um, no. no. <laughs> Here, I'll so tell you. I'll they, tell you. They beat the no, that's not right. They lost. They, they beat, did beat the Kings. Kings. So they, they the- had that like eight game lose losing streak. Oh. They did. Three, four, five. That's brutal man. Well, they're four, five, and one in their last ten. So that's nice. Um. Anyway, so that I mean, since we good, last but... talked, since we didn't talk last week. Yeah, there's a lot of games uh, happened. They lost two, one, two. Excuse me, lost three, one, two. And they're playing okay. the Rangers currently. Oof, that's not fun. Now, so maybe I'll put that one on. They lost the Rangers on Wednesday. But, so, they aren't scoring a ton right now. And Shabbat 
back off of injury. So oh, good. Is he? Good. Dang, that wasn't very long. Yeah, yeah he's back. Um, Talbot hasn't looked great. Yeah. I had him for like a second, and then Which it's is like, unfortunate. Yeah. But you didn't really get you didn't really get Talbot to be the guy right now. Anyway, he's more. I don't think at least. I feel like Forsberg is the guy. Forsberg hasn't been good this year. Forsberg right now is four and seven. He's got a three point four. Goals against average and his save percentage Ooh. is a 904. Oh, oh dear. Talbot is three and six. So he's only played nine he's games. Played, he's played 11 games, but he's only started he's got, nine. Yeah. Um, he's got a 2.57 with a 918. So it's not like it's that bad. Um, uh, yeah, that's not bad. I guess bad. he's got the better stats at this point. Yeah. Right. And they've been really riding him lately. Actually, you know what? I'm pretty sure 918 is better than Vassy. Yeah. Right now. 918 is better than his his career average. He's got a 915. Oh. Obviously, but. That's uh, a good career average. Yeah. I think you can thank last year for that one. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Yeah, that was a good Minnesota team. I think the biggest problem, and I've fallen into my annual trend of neglecting to watch games which i have to start but i i will um (laughs) whenever i look at the box scores after the game the worst thing that i'm seeing going on right now is you're seeing i'm seeing all these friggin' lines shuffling all the time oh really like or like i look at i look at the lineups prior to games most days at work (laughs) yeah well yeah (laughs) gotta kill some time and i'm like okay Pinto's bounced off the third up to the second. He's on the first tonight. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Like he's it's he's windmilling. I understand why they're doing it, but it's like you've had a great third line. And now you don't. Who got hurt? He was, he was like, who got hurt? Norris. Norris? That's what freaked out. Um, Norris started skating. This week. They weren't expecting him back this year at all. Oh wow! So, wait, yeah, Norris started skating. Yeah, uh-huh. non-contact skating. So, uh-huh. whether or not that's a good sign, I mean, I, I presume that to be a good sign, but that doesn't mean that he's going to come back. I mean, I remember uh, who was the guy? Is it David? So no, who's the who was the guy for the Bruins that had concussions all the time? Concussions. Uh, I don't know. Crosby had a bunch. Den- Dennis Savard. Yeah, it might have oh. been him. I'm remembering. I'm tra- oh yeah, his career ended game. early because of that. Yeah, man. you got concussions all the time. Yeah, but I remember, yeah, like, yeah. He was able to skate non-contact all the time. So I'm like, that doesn't mean just because he can skate non-contact doesn't mean he's he's good to go. Able. Yeah, yeah. But it's promising. Anyway, fire DJ. You really think that's the thing is get him out? Get somebody new? It might help. What what okay, so what do you think about this though? I know we've covered this like briefly before. What about bringing old Eric back? Old Eric Carlson. <laughs> they need a better defenseman and he's obviously sc- scoring points, so it's going to yeah. help. 
I don't think they have the cap space, right? Sorry, what was that? They have the cap space, right? To do that or no? Probably, but you have to okay. give up a lot of assets to be able to get that. Yeah. It would cost a bit. You're going yeah. to lose two, at least two defensive assets to get this guy. I don't think so. I don't think they would need to lose. I don't, they wouldn't be looking for defense because no offense, but Ottawa's got fuck all to offer on defense. <laughs> they have some young prospects, but. Well, that's yeah, you definitely you don't want to do that because prospects. that they're prospects. They could be your future. And Carlson's 32. 32 right. had a bunch of injuries already. He's not going to play for that much longer. Uh, but I think the big thing there, I don't think they would be looking for that much back from Carlson because they're just trying to clear cap space because he makes too much money for what he does. So they'd be just like, please just take him off, please. Yeah, um, I mean, that's all, that just depends on what San Jose wants to do with it. That's true. That's true. I would mm-hmm. love to see it because that would be awesome. It'd be a nice back. homecoming. Yeah, right? And he'd be wearing the... Uh... He'd be wearing the 2D Senator as well, not the 3D one. He should be wearing the C, but he wouldn't be. <laughs> no. That's that's Brady's team now. Yeah. All right. Is that so all you got started. on the Senators? It's yeah. a somber, somber moods for Senators fans uh, lately. Yes, I will, put, I will add in that I had them in third. <laughs> <laughs> Making the playoffs. So, yeah. They basically have to win like they have to win like seven to eight out of out of ten continually for the rest of the season to make that happen. So probably uh, not. Not possible. I don't think so. No. So there's one pick that I have wrong. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, man. Let's go next, Rick. Yeah, I'll, I'll take us through the aisles. I haven't talked about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm just going to start. Um by saying tonight, I mean, I know this is going to air not tonight, but uh, they're playing the Preds right now, and currently Kyle Palmieri and Cal Clutterbuck are day-to-day. I don't believe they've started no. this game. Yeah. <laughs> Clutter, Clutter, bleep it out. But, uh, yeah, he's not a, <laughs> he's not playing, fortunately. Um, and who, uh, I'm sorry, I thought someone else, oh, and Josh Bailey. And Josh Bailey's also day-to-day. So those are three guys, like, that caused the Islanders to stuff the lines a bit. Um, but other than that, because I don't really know what the deal with that is going to be going forward. The Isles, the week that I did not join you guys, were on a tear. They are. Oh, no, no. Sorry. Hold on one second. Oh, sorry. Oh, I believe. Uh, here we go. Um. Yes, no, they were they were not on a tear. I'm sorry, Thanksgiving week they were on a tear. They uh, beat Ottawa 4-2, but then they lost to Nashville and Dallas um, on a little a little road stint in there. Yeah, uh, which is pretty. T- I mean, Dallas is a very good team, obviously. Um, the Nashville game I actually watched. That was a weird game. It's back and forth. It was a six-five game, I think. Jeez. And, no, five-four, no, and Sorokin and Soros were both in. And I know Soros has been shaky this year, but like five goals—that's not an Ilya Sorokin game. Although not I believe really, it was four—four yeah. four with an empty netter. No, it was five goals. No, it was five goals. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of like, kind of shaky. But their last road game was against Toronto, and they came back in the third period as they do. Um, 
and they beat him 3-2. And they carried that momentum into a homestand against Edmonton, which was their best game of the season. They shut out the Edmonton Oilers 3-0. I home. did see that. I did see that. That is that is impressive. Um, I think uh, Jack Campbell was in net, which, ugh. but the fact that they did not let McDavid, Drysital, or the other offensive weapons on Edmonton do anything is very impressive. Sorokin stood on his head that game, and the decor looked very good. So, based on how they were, that that game felt like a playoff game, and that made me excited because it was like, oh wow, like when the Islanders are like at home prepared like off of a day of rest like yeah. like okay this is this is what could happen at full capacity if they if they really want to play like that that's what they're we'll capable see. all of. they gotta do and is I, get in yeah and like in the last year there wasn't any game that i can remember that had that kind of atmosphere where the crowd was back into it and the team had like that uh that burst of energy so that was really cool to see very nice and then they uh they beat columbus and philly um columbus uh they beat on the road and then philly at home uh and then they just recently lost to the flyers because uh, i don't know if you guys saw the uh, amount of fights in that game that game was kind of all over the place i that saw game. i saw like uh the i think did i see the highlights or or it was on it was on i saw some video and they were talking about it what happened yeah. in the game before so to be honest i didn't see the game before but Parisi and all like just after the play, people were going at it. And uh the highlight of that game was uh Oliver Wallstrom ragdolled Tony D'Angelo. I don't know if you guys saw that video. I did not. But uh Wallstrom was throwing D'Angelo around, which is great. Um because X Ranger fills my heart with a little bit of <laughs> happiness. <laughs> but um uh, so there was just some bad blood, and that's exactly you just kind of had that feeling like, oh goodness, okay. So Tortorella and his Flyers, who just you know Tortorella thrives off of being pissed off, <laughs> finally get to yeah, rematch the Islanders. There's no games in between. It's just we play the Islanders two days of rest, and then we play the Islanders. <laughs> so, dang, yeah, and I it think, was a close game. I think in the first game, I think there was a bad hit somewhere, but I don't. I don't remember seeing it. I know Romanov something a happened. Pretty big check on someone, but it wasn't a dirty hit. I don't believe something happened because they were talking about yeah. something. But yeah. okay, I don't know. Yeah, well, freaking Sizikis has an issue this year. He just keeps hitting into goalies. I'm like, buddy, you gotta calm down here. But yeah, yeah, hopefully, yeah, I don't want I don't want the Islanders to be a goon show. Jeez, yeah, but uh, no, I mean. yeah. Overall, uh, the Islanders, yep, yeah, solid. Like I, it's compared to last year, nothing but good things to say about them. I don't nice. know if I mentioned it. Bar- Barzell finally scored some goals. That was yes. Cool. Yeah, we did. Uh, I think that might have yeah. been the week you weren't here, so I had to. I okay. had to say it. But oh, yep, yeah. yep. But they are yes. Yeah, so the Islanders are third in the Metro right now with thirty points behind only the Hurricanes and the Devils, and that's. <laughs> A, a weird top three, but also that's like good on them. Yeah, yeah, good on them. Yeah, well, uh, two points ahead of Pittsburgh, so Pittsburgh's picked it up. They're yes, up. yeah. After that abysmal start to the season, oof, yep. oof. But we right. got some Pittsburgh news that we'll get to later. So, oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. All right, so it's my turn then. 
Oh, take us through the bolts, buddy. All right. So, what did the lightning do? They well, they they've so they've been winning, which is good. But they they've had two games against Boston and lost them both. So they didn't Oof, beat Boston. Yeah. Um, they didn't play well in the first game against Boston. Uh, but the second game, they actually, I would say, they outplayed them. Uh, they just they got they got pretty heavily goalied. Mm. Uh, but Boston, I mean, they played good defense, you know, and whatever, but, um, but they like outchanced them and I'll, I'll out like ozone timed them all, all that good stuff. So, so I were real quick. Were Boston used, uh, both their goalies each game. They used all Mark and then oh, Swayman or I don't know. It was, they weren't back to backs. Okay. Yeah. So they, it might've, I know one, at least one was all Mark. They might've both been. Okay. But I can't remember that. Okay. Either way. Both pretty good, um. But yeah, no. They so they so they couldn't beat Boston, which I was annoyed about because I really would have liked them to take one game against Boston because mm-hmm. they need to fucking lose if they're gonna be in a wild card. <laughs> uh, and then they beat uh they they beat Buffalo, which they did not deserve. They played like shit. Um, but they got uh. It was actually interesting because you could see the difference uh, of experience and no experience. Because obviously Buffalo is super young. Not a lot of experience. Uh, and at the end, they the Bolts had a... They were down by two with like five... It was like six, seven minutes left, I think. Uh, and they scored one. And so they got it within one. And then Owen Power chips it over the glass, gets a delay of game penalty. The lightning score on it. Yeah. Uh, and then it goes to OT and uh, Stammer gets a snipe. Yeah, that was a rocket. I saw that. Yeah, that was that was nice. Jeez. Um, yeah. And then uh, speaking of Stamkos, we get to yesterday's game against the Flyers. And uh, he gets a nice secondary assist on Nick Paul on a Nick Paul goal. And which is his oh, yeah. which is his thousandth thousandth point. Congratulations, Steven Stamkos. That was imp- and, and how many games? 945. He's the fourth fastest active player. That's to a thousand points. Hella impressive. Games played. Games wow. played wise. Wow. Yeah, that's hella impressive. He's actually got he got a thousand points faster than Patrick Kane. The only three ahead of him are uh, wow. the only three ahead of ahead of him are Ovi, Malkin, and uh-huh. Crosby. Yeah, to be expected. Soon, <laughs> soon to be McDavid. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Wow! Wow! Nice. Yeah. Congrats. Yep. So he's yeah. So he's been like for for a while now. He's been like the most. He's had the most points for a for a bolt uh, for a you know bolt. Um, but now he's got he's he's first in points, first in goals. Third in assists, second in assists, first in games played. Yeah, he's he's like he's the best. He's the best player in in Lightning franchise history. Yeah, call him Mister Franchise. I was gonna say. Yeah, Oof. he's it's yeah. I've been very privileged to have uh, seen his whole career play out the way that it has because it's pretty awesome. As yeah. a as a lifelong Lightning fan, he is the. He is the he's 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 the he's the bolt. Like if if you ever think the of bolt, the lightning, yeah. that's who you're gonna think of from now until, you know, probably like forty, fifty years. 
Yeah. Because he's not done. He's yeah, still going. Sure. Still going. Yeah. His uh, his next milestone uh, is 500 goals. He's six away. Oh, easy this season. Yeah. That's he, he'll get it. He'll get it this season. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. They're what are they? They're they've slowed. They slowed a bit because of the Boston games, but they're seven three and zero in their last oh, yeah. ten. That's um, fine. The problem though is tomorrow they play Toronto. Who is on a five-game win streak? Ah, uh, so, yes. Yeah, Toronto's doing well, which I did not think they were going to do, but here we are. This is this is a uh, a tested game right here. Yeah, this see, but that's the thing is the last the last time I was like, all right, here's a test was Boston. <laughs> oh they, no, and they fucking yeah. failed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, so hopefully they play better against Toronto. Um, we'll have to wait and see. They're still not like at one hundred percent. Because they're one, something's wrong with Hedman. I don't know what, mm. but he looks like a shell of his of himself. He does not. He doesn't look comfortable. He's not fast. He's not making good decisions. There's something going on there. Mm-hmm. And two, uh, we are still waiting on Sorelli to come back. So, oh yeah, he's still out. Yeah. Okay, and he is very important because he locks people down. <laughs> he's a, he's our Berger. He's the Bolts Bergeron. Yeah. I mean, you know how Tampa does it. They just wait until the end of the season. Everyone comes back healthy, and then they're like, oh, you thought uh, you can uh, get rid of us. They and just, then bam, into the playoffs. Hold yeah. my beer. They just need to, they just need to make <laughs> it to, to the postseason. Then That's it. They'll take it over. Yeah. yeah hopefully oh, okay. Uh, Florida's been at this year. No, it's Calgary. Never mind. Wrong, wrong division. <laughs> what? I was I was thinking that Florida was struggling this year, but Calgary's the team that's struggling. Yeah, Calgary is. I mean, Florida is too. To be to be A fair, they're both teams. Uh, yeah. Both the both the teams do not appear to have uh have gained very much from the from that trade. But... Yeah, the difference being that uh, Calgary's lucky enough to be in the West and Florida <laughs> not so <laughs> yeah, much. Pretty much. <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right. Before we move on here, we're gonna take shit. Let me open up this thing. Uh, we're going to take a little break where we're going to have some hurdle. But before we take the break, we're going to hear from Benny. But you oh, guys yeah. won't, but I will. Hi, ben. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's a little bit of Benny talking about the Habs. And then after that, we'll be going into a break. So, uh, well, hey, hey, how's it going, everybody? Uh, I'm here with the fourth member, Benny. Totally the same <laughs> night. Yeah. There's Definitely no the same day. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, we just wanted so, to do it for the, the the style of it all. Yeah, yeah. It's you guys don't understand film style, okay? <laughs> no, uh, but yeah. So Benny's here. Uh, he wasn't able to join us uh, earlier today. Um, so he's here now, uh, and he's wearing a beauty of a jersey. Oh, yeah. You gotta you gotta show us that that okay, thing. We got the front, and then we got the back because I wanted Nick Suzuki. <laughs> I wanted a Nick Suzuki jersey. I broke my um, current players rule, so if he gets traded, uh, blame me, guys, I guess. Uh, (laughs) But I think considering he's on the first year of an eight-year extension and just got named captain, I thought it was safe enough. I would say Uh, so. um, And yes, I was very excited when it came in the mail last Friday. It, It fits really well, looks gorgeous. Although I will say, I think I might have said this before, 
but both of the reverse retro jerseys piss me off to a degree because it shows me that Adidas gets that you should do a full solid color on these collars, and they didn't on the Habs home one, and that still pisses me off. What but, is it? Is it blue? Anyway, it's it's like the traditional ones where it's like it would be it's blue where this white is yeah. and white where this blue is. Okay. But then where it gets to the little NHL like triangle like it's, patch it's here, white. it's red. Oh, like the rest of the jersey. Oh, all right, that's yeah. That's, it looks that's weird. gross. <laughs> it looks gross, man. Yeah. And also, the ties on Adidas jerseys are dumb. They've always been kind of dumb on most, but at least with the Reebok one, like they set the NHL thing like behind the tie, and the tie would kind of bring together like two little parts of the jersey. On this, it's literally just the collar, and then they put like a tie on the Underneath. outside of the jersey, yeah. just placed it under, and it looks so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> but. Aside from the jersey talk, the Habs. Have you, have you been paying attention to them at all? Uh, I have not. That's okay. I, but I, I saw. Well, hey, I listen. We talked about the Capitals yesterday. You'll see yeah. this. You'll see this coming up. You watching? We talked yeah. about the Capitals. They're ahead of the Capitals. <laughs> I mean, that's only that's two points. Not the highest bar this year, but um, they. Uh, I mean. Their goaltending came back down to earth a bit, and they're just kind of showing a little more of what they actually are in the last little stretch just because they had a nice start. But they are still a team that's regularly using three or four rookie defensemen every night. And also, they don't really have more than one line going right now. And they also, also there's that where Nick Cole and um, Kirby kind of cooled off a bit. Oh. So, which I mean, you weren't going to get that same level of production. They were like, they were both, both Nick and Cole were had like insane shooting percentages for like the start of the season. So it's like, everything makes sense. I'm not surprised by any of this. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I haven't watched a ton of the most recent games because I guess that's what starting to see a girl does. Um, <laughs> but I, I saw a good chunk of the game against Calgary the other night and they should not have. <laughs> They should not have won that game. They should not have won it. That was that was a big thank you to Markstrom. Um, that, <laughs> did you see? Did you see that goal? The first goal, the starting goal. I did not. Oh, he did the um, goalie skates out and tries to cut off the breakaway uh, play that you see every once in a while. But he judged it terribly. Like I have never seen a goalie judge it worse. What happened? And he it just like. It was like an oncoming two-on-one, and yeah. then the Calgary guys that were coming back behind weren't that far behind, so he should have just let it play out. But he like went in and like took out the puck and like went into Monahan's legs, but then the puck just went to Slavkovsky, and he just kind of dangled it in a little bit. And he actually, it was weird. I was like, "Damn, you actually got it through some guys," because there was like some Calgary guys falling, and he like got it between them, in between like Matrix <laughs> yeah. style. Yeah, and then it went in the net, nice. and um, the easiest goal of his life, probably. <laughs> but yeah, um, so that was the start of the game. That was like I think like a minute in too, so it was not a great start for Markstrom. Um, and then Calgary proceeded to just bombard uh jake allen i think the final shots were something like 40 something to 20 something in favor of calgary and i mean that's what you would expect stood on his head yeah and then and then the one nice part of it too was um had a night they finally got their uh, power play going a bit they had a nice uh cross the ice from nick to cole as they are they tend to do (laughs) um so that was nice to see too uh if they're gonna win at least you get a goal out of cole for it and that's fun um yeah my, yeah, my fantasy yeah. team yeah liked yeah it well. yeah 
Uh, well, good. And like I said, I we, they're ahead of the Capitals, low bar, but they're also they only are. two points. Yeah, I think they're a win out of a playoff spot. And the thing is, they've had an extremely easy schedule so oh, far. Has, has it been um, easy? They have not played very many like top ten teams. I think they only had like four or five games against teams like that. From, okay. I was hearing it on some podcast that was doing it. Oh yeah, it was on the build. Uh, Ian Boisvert. I follow him on Twitter. He's great. There, right. He's doing a he's doing a podcast by himself, like it's a solo podcast. But the whole premise is he's covering them until they win a cup. Like he's covering the build to a cup, and that's why. Oh, it's that's and fancy. So, like if it ever happens, show's done. Uh, kind of situation, and it's actually how really okay. Good, so, so so how long do you think that show keeps going? In other words, when do they win a cup? <laughs> Well, you've heard it here first, folks. It's either going to be, I'm not even going to be entirely decisive because I, I don't think, I don't know, but I'm going to give two windows. It's either going to be 2025 or 2026. Oh, so that two year, that two year span, you think it's somewhere in there? Yep. Right. It's going to be one of those two, uh, one of those two springs. Stanley Cup champion, Montreal Canadiens. I think that Nick, they should wait. Nick Suzuki lift the cup and then pass it to old man Brendan Gallagher for a skate around the oh, ice. Geez, yeah. I think it will be, uh, I want it to be in 2033. Uh, Dude, bro, come on. <laughs> Don't make me quit. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Actually, no, here, 2023, and then it's a nice round 30 years. So this year. Oh, God. <laughs> um. I don't think so. You never, I didn't uh, expect him to make a cup final in 2021. So who the fuck knows? Yeah. You never know, but I'm going to go ahead and say probably not. Probably not. I just want it to be uh, a round number. Could be 28. Yeah. What would that give it? 25 20, or uh, 35, I think. 35 years. Yeah. Yeah. You, oh, you just want a nice like number <laughs> of the anniversary since yeah. the last one. Yeah, um, I will take any number uh, since the last one. I would take it now. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's i mean like i mean i've been a broken record the whole season but it's going like you kind of expected the season to go they are an improved team from last year still have a lot of flaws building towards fixing those flaws um i am excited to see about two months two two and a half months from now whenever trade deadline rolls trade around deadline, and, yep. uh, they can see what they can get from some teams who are desperate for maybe a sean monahan who's had a really really kind of resurgent year so far i don't remember his point totals but like he would be a really good like third line option for a contending team like he'd be like one of those um barclay goodrow blake coleman type pickup kind of guys does, for he, somebody. does he bring that grit oh yeah he's he's just a solid player like okay. he he's a solid all-around player that can give you some some goals every once in a while because he's still got an offensive knack so like that's what you want for the playoffs. You want somebody who can be responsible to sort of complement the back, the the top end guys. So I could see him going. There's a few guys. If they can, by some miracle, get Mike Hoffman out of there, um, I don't know if that's going to happen, but that would be nice. Um, so yeah, I'm just kind of enjoying the games as they come and sort of waiting for the inevitable uh, sell off. All right, that's the Habs. Cool, that's the Habs. Uh, we'll get back to uh, to the rest of the show right now and get ready because benny will be back uh later in the done. show i'm not done he's not done back to it 
Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Uh, we're not going to have Benny on this, but I think us three are just as good as Ben. That's mm. what I think. Us three together. <laughs> we're going to try. <laughs> All right, we'll find here, out. here we go. Huh. Oh my God. Wow, that, is a, that is a blockhead. <laughs> that looks, that's an oval with some ears. Look Wait at, a minute. Yeah, look at his cheekbones. You can see in his cheeks, he's got like he's got like rounder cheeks. Mike, I need to ask you this. Yeah. Right now, is that Steven Stamkos? Just hear me say um, that and take a look. Um. Uh, oh boy. So. No, but it might be JT. No, no, no. You know who that is. That you know who it is. That looks like Sid the Kid. <gasps> to me. Way because of the dude. Because he's got rounder. He's got a rounder face. Yeah. Because he broke his jaw playing the aisle right, a while let's, ago. Let's try it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Come on. One, no. one, one shot. Come on. Fuck! Oh, yeah. oh man. All right. Canadian, <laughs> younger than 35. It is in the Metro. Is Stamkos younger? Oh, wait, in the Metro? Never yeah, mind. No. Uh, he is younger than 35. Um, mm-hmm. Man, I really thought that was Crosby. On the Metro, so it, but it's not Pittsburgh. So it's so think about the Metro teams. We got Carolina, uh, Washington, all the the New York teams except Buffalo. Yeah, could that be a? Could that be an Islander, Eric? Does that look like an Islander to you? It could. It's got short hair, or part of he me has short hair. Part, part of me thought it might be Casey Sezikis. Because he always has like a huge fucking smile every time he let's takes like a picture. Let's, let's try it. Even... Oh, let's oh, nice! Dang, let's go. Well done. well done. I did not know that's what he looked like. Yeah, he always has. Casey Sezik is always has a smile on his Big face. Good. I'm sick of people not smiling in their damn pictures. You get to play yeah, hockey for a living. Fucking smile. And we're back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that little hurdle action. Took us a while on the second one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, in our defense, who the hell is that? No offense. <laughs> yeah. No offense, but like, come on. Uh, so anyway, no. like one of those fucking. We talked before when we started. Right before we started to do ever doing hurdle, we Ben talked about like sometimes they come up with some of these fucking obscure ones that you're never gonna know. <laughs> so, tonight, folks, we got ourselves a third line defenseman pairing. <laughs> and uh we wouldn't have gotten Sezikis either. Like if you weren't if Eric wasn't here. No oh, fucking yeah, yeah, way. Yeah. No, oh, probably yeah. not. Yeah. But yeah. We hope you enjoyed our our troubles. Uh all right. First things first here. Chris Letang uh suffers a stroke at during practice, I think. And this is the second time. This is the second one. I remember the first one. I remember it was back. The way they describe this story is that he called uh, the team doctor and was like, yeah, something doesn't feel right. And there, and he like described the symptoms and they were like, Oh, like, I think you like had a stroke. You should like go to the hospital immediately. Um, so it was something (laughs) like that. That's nuts. Um, at least that's, yeah, no, I know, which is absolutely crazy. But like, yeah, I guess it was one of those things. And like, I, again, I don't medically, I don't really understand this, but. Like, I guess, like, when it happened, like, it could be, like, a slow thing that happens and you just feel, like, off. A or, slow burn. Or weird, yeah. And if you don't, obviously, when that happens, it's good that he 
like reported it to someone when he did um because then he was able to obviously get that sorted out um yeah that's a that's a really tough break i remember when he was first he was first out i know he had issues with strokes before in the past yeah actually it's right here uh it was 2014 he uh was the last time it was right at the beginning of 2014 and actually so this is why it, it, it happened and this is why it's happened again i think I don't know what it's called because it doesn't say it in here. But uh, he has a little, and I read this in another article, he has a small hole in the wall of his heart. He was born with it. Oh, and, and, okay. and like, I think like, I think it's like 90% or something or like over 90% of the time in normal people that closes on its own. Mm-hmm. The wall, the hole closes on its own and it just hasn't. So this mm-hmm. might be something that he has to deal with. I hope it's something that he doesn't I hope it's not something he has to deal with, like, anymore, obviously, but especially, like, when he gets retired, because, like, that would, yeah. that would suck. Yeah, that really would suck. Um, Man. But I think... Yeah, so he's out indefinitely now. He's out indefinitely. Probably, they're probably going to look into fixing that to see if there's, like, a surgery or something they can get yep. to, to get that taken care of. Um, I think he'd love to if this is a... Considering this is the second time he's had it. I remember I looked into it when I saw it first come out and it gave the duration of time he was out for the first one. I want to say it was like it says it says here more than two months. So that's a pretty good mm-hmm. chunk chunk of time. And I think it said like 11 weeks or something like that. Yeah. So that would be I would expect something similar. Three months or so. Um. Well, hey, since his, Which... you go ahead. No, go I was gonna make a joke. What? No, I was, I was gonna say, hey, since his first stroke, he's played uh, five hundred forty-three regular season games and sixty-nine playoff games. So that's pretty cool. Dang, dang, jeez, man. Oh yeah, after after that in twenty fourteen, back to back cups for Crystal Tang and the Penguins. Yep. Wild. That's probably why he didn't get it taken care of because he was younger and he was like, if I don't have to do it now, you know, because if I, because I'm assuming he'll have to miss a big <laughs> amount of time if he has <laughs> open heart surgery. Yeah. But yeah. But obviously, none of us know shit about shit when it comes to medical stuff. So we could <laughs> just be, we could just be totally off base. But I wish him well and I hope he's, uh, I hope he's okay. And I hope he comes back soon and is is healthy. Because he's a fun recovery. fun guy to watch. Yep, yep. All the best to him. A big blow to the Penguins back end, though. It is, yeah. yeah. We'll have to see if they can uh, they can stay in it. Yeah. Personally, he's part of the reason he kept them in it last year. Yeah, he had a it's crazy year last year. He was playing out of his mind last year. Yep. Looks like uh, Crosby and Malkin got to step it up. Who even else plays defense for them, dude? I have no idea. <laughs> um, this guy named Peterson. Yeah. Yeah, I do know um, that. Marcus or something. Yeah, Marcus Peterson. Oh, God. Ron Hainsey? No way. That was five years. <laughs> Getting it. <laughs> I was like, no. No way. <laughs> yeah, no, no, right, yeah no, that was a joke. Yeah, Ron Hainsey does not, oh, yeah. does not play for them. <laughs> All right. Well, I wish him a speedy. We wish him a speedy recovery. And uh, yeah, do it, man. That's all I got. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So you guys watch this video because I sent it to you. Told you to watch it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a where this is the the infamous at this point uh Dallas Stars goal against Winnipeg when they had to open four by six to shoot at because Hellebuck's mm-hmm. helmet got knocked off. Now, when you first watch it, you're like, okay, that's Jamie Ben rubs up on him like aggressively, mm-hmm. and his helmet comes off. So like that's Jamie Ben knocking his helmet off. Yeah. And yeah. then why did the why did the whistle not get blown? Yeah. So you may remember from the Stanley Cup final uh, that the Lightning scored a goal when Kemper's mask got knocked off. Mm-hmm. And their reasoning for allowing that goal was because there was an imminent scoring chance. That's how it's... I don't remember what the exact wording of the rule, but in it is if there is a, an imminent scoring chance for the other team, they don't blow it dead. Uh, so, and it's, and if in, in that case, it was like the mask comes off, came off. And then it was like a fraction of a second later, the puck was in the net just cause yeah. it was, it was that fast. It was like a, it was like on the doorstep. Anyway. Yes. Right. And the in, example that they compared it to was, or I don't know if you guys, if they showed it right off in that video too. There was one. Hold on a second. <laughs> um, the one where Zach Rinsky got hit and he got hurt and went down and the puck cycled around for like 20 more seconds and they scored on it. It wasn't, I can't remember the teams, but it was obviously. Yep. I think I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. It was cause it was, but it was a skater and a skater got hurt and went down and they were like, mm-hmm. Rinsky got hit. He went down, yep. but the puck still was playing around for like 20 more seconds. They ended up scoring while Rinsky was down. Yeah. So, so that is that's this that's where you get into the difference between skater and goalie because they right. won't as long as the because then it, it sort of is treated similar to a penalty where if the other team's got the puck, it's their puck. Like if they're not going to blow the whistle while the other team's got the puck, but as soon as the the team with the injured player touches it, they'll they'll whistle it. They blow blow the whistle. Yeah. Um. So in the Dallas game. The mask comes off, and then it's like, I want to say it's like maybe three full seconds, three to four yeah, full seconds. It feels like a while. There's like two passes up to Jason mm-hmm. Robertson, who then puts it in. Um, So it seems like they could have blown it. What do you guys think? Yeah, uh, and also Hellebuck's like laying there, not moving. Um, he's just laying there. It's like, yeah. I, like I, mean, I get it with a skater. But with a goalie, if his, if he if a goalie's down or if a goalie's helmet's off, like so he like just about to snap the shot, blow the whistle. It's got to be real. Yeah. It's it shouldn't yeah. it shouldn't be imminent scoring threat. It should be immediate scoring threat, like instant course scoring. Yeah. Like if he got if he got hit while somebody was in front, like screening him while the shot's going off and knocks his helmet off. Like, and it goes in, yeah. it's probably not going to count anyway, but um, if a yeah. pass, if, if, if you're talking pass, about like multiple pass, it's got to be like bang, bang. If you're talking about like, quick, okay, I can pass it from here to here to here and take a shot. And it's a couple seconds and you, those couple seconds feel like a little while, right? 
It's like if he's down and you know he's down, blow the whistle. Yeah, they should have because like yeah, that yeah. I think that that should have been a blown whistle. I don't think Dang. that goal should have counted. Um, but in the same in the same vein, you have to look because it looks like Jamie Ben just skates into him. But so if you look, that's the thing that I yeah, like I'm not necessarily in agreement on because I don't I don't think it's Ben's intention to knock his helmet. Well, off it's not. not. But he's also getting kind of like pushed into him by Morrissey. That's what it is. So it's like okay, it's not. Like, if Ben was maliciously going to, like, rip his helmet off and then let them score, like, yeah, no, that's obviously not going to count. But, like, it's kind of self-inflicted because he's getting body-checked right, right into him. Yeah, and I think you that's know? I think that's a big reason of that why it counted was because yeah, it right. was more Morrissey pushing him in. Right. And then, and if so, you... You know, go ahead. Continue. No, continue. Finish your point. I have something to add after. I was going to say, if... You know, if if we set that precedent that like if the helmet gets knocked off goalies are going to start like wearing loose helmets and then if their if their player happens to check somebody into their head area they shake the helmet off and then boom it's a whistle right that's where that's where you you know you get into that kind of thing because it's you know it's like kicking the the goal off the off the um what do you call them off the posts the pegs the pegs moorings pegs uh, moorings yeah yeah it's 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 it gets into that area so they I, they have they definitely have to keep it where it's it's just a it's a hard rule to pin down because uh, so, yeah i look just, at it from like the imminent scoring side of things like you can understand why they didn't blow it but if you look at it like player safety and like really like the common more like the more the common sense like really Does that's that, is that that's really exactly fair? that's where i'm coming from here like it doesn't matter if uh all right for goalie interference i know that's a whole other conversation about like if some if a, a defenseman bumps another player into his own goalie right should it count yada yada but like when a goalie's helmet comes off it's the safety of the player it, like it's the goalie the skater doesn't necessarily have to worry about that the goalie is in front of the thing and this frozen rubber objects are being shot. <laughs> and that's not even like that's I, not even well like we're not we're t- we like there's potential for life and death here. Yes. Yes. So based on that the incidental contact thing that I don't even give a shit if Danny Ben was pushed in. The second you see Hellebuck's helmet come off, you need to blow the whistle. And as for goalies that like you you make a good point like we'll might shake it off. It should be up to the refs. If they notice that this is happening, a goalie gets fined for it. Or, that's a penalty. Or suspended. Set a precedent to combat that precedent. Say, if we see this happening and we deem that it, like you're doing that, well, you're banned two games, let's just say. Ooh, a ban. Or, or, that, or was, a kinda, yeah. that would, that yeah. would reduce it. The right way to treat it is, the, is a similar way on how football treats quarterbacks. You treat the goalie like a quarterback. If you're going to maliciously hit a goalie, and knock him out of a play. Not that this one has been malicious, I yeah. don't think. But if you're yeah. going to knock goalie out of the play somehow, it's like yeah, the little little penalty. I think yeah, they already or, have or that. Or like stop it because like yeah, mo- nine times out of ten, if a goalie comes out, they're never going to get touched, right? Even if they're behind the net, you're not going <laughs> to go touch the goalie. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, unless they initiate it. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless, I mean, unless yeah. Jordan Bennington, then you initiated. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, that was, let's let's that talk was about awesome. that. Let's talk about that in a second. Um, uh-huh. No, yeah, I agree. Uh, I think but, the so so another thing that happened, and it happened. Uh, I think it was the next day after this after this uh, goal happened. The next day, mm-hmm. Florida was playing, and Spencer Knight's helmet got knocked off, and it was clear as day. And it took him like three seconds to blow the whistle. He blocked a shot with no helmet on. Like, bro, you that's no. And I was like, this that's insane. You, you like that's insane. You got to blow the it. But it was but it, this wasn't even like a rule problem. This was a ref not looking. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Because yeah. it was obvious. Like you got to blow the whistle here, and then they. They did eventually, but it was like it was it, clearly it was after the shot went off. And the, he blocked a yeah. shot with a, no helmet. I was like, and he like tried to get in front of it. I was like, you mad bastard! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like that's exactly that's that whole like yeah like I I get it. Hockey players are tough. Like that's awesome. Let's not require them to be that tough where they just play goalie without a mask. We're trying in to re- two thousand and twenty two. Yeah, like, yeah. Like we're trying to reduce he- he- serious yeah. head injuries. Yeah. In in well, all like, game, in all sports we're trying to do that. Come on. Yeah. I listen, I'm for I'm for a two game suspension if or like set that precedent of a two game suspension if a goalie does that purposely and immediately when a goalie's helmet comes off, no matter what's happening, blow the whistle. Yeah, I think that's yeah. Well, except yeah. and then the but gray area is I that fraction of like, a second thing. That to to clarify, that's more what I meant by like to treat the quarterback the goalie like a quarterback situation if a goalie loses his helmet mm-hmm. stop the play yeah it's yeah. like if a, if a quarterback gets hit maliciously <laughs> like yeah you're stopping there's a flag um, yeah yeah there's a flag there's a penalty right so <laughs> whether that's self-inflicted by a goalie knocking it off or not at least stop it i and think you gotta like, blow okay, it yeah. he just purposely knocked his helmet off he's fine now or he's out of this game. That's why. See, but then, and I don't want to keep this going too long. But, but then you see some goalies will shake it off when it comes loose, mm-hmm. in order to be like, "Hey, my helmet's loose, and now it's yeah. not here." Yeah. So like, or like, if that's you know weird. something's broken on it. Yeah. So like, that's yeah, interesting, that's, but that's the thing. Like with that, that's they do that because, like you said, if there's an issue if refs don't notice it. Like if if refs don't notice it when the helmets across the ice and they're like, "Oh, look, Spencer Knight's head!" Like, what's that helmet doing over screaming, there? Like, hey, dude! Like my helmet's effed up, and they they shake it off together. So like, I understand that. Yeah, it's it's interesting. There's, it's interesting. We'll see. We'll see how it keeps yeah. going. And we're back with Benny, because Benny wants to talk about another Ben. Actually, it was not really. It was, he he had like the smallest part, but yeah, uh, the 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 Hellebuck thing. So, what did you, what is what are your views on that? What are your thoughts? Well, I just I as I've said before many a time on this podcast, I spend far too much time on Twitter, and seeing some of the just the shit people were saying about the situation, the amount of like salty Dallas fans, like being like oh well morrissey pushed him in oh well by this rule by this rule oh the goals the goal counts i'm like all right that's fine guys we're this isn't the conversation that needs to have happened right like fine have your goal yeah. whatever but like maybe 
that shouldn't be a goal. Maybe <laughs> if the goalie loses his helmet like that and is very clearly in distress on the ice and like is just kind of down and out, like maybe we should have an automatic whistle. <laughs> like uh, this yeah. is this is the conversation to have. Like sure, whatever, take your goal, whatever the fuck. I don't, that shouldn't be. Like, yeah, like I, I don't think anybody's. I mean, I'm sure there probably were some people arguing, like, ah, oh, well, I mean, uh, by this rule, it's not a guy, like, whatever, sure. Like, I don't want to get into the NHL rule book because it's a dumb, hard to read, like, series of yeah. contradictions. And, like, I, I don't want to do that. I just want to look at this situation and be like, maybe we shouldn't let that happen. <laughs> and I yeah. feel like that's the easy response. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the only, the only thing that causes, like the problem is that if you set that precedent, how much sure. of the t- how much of the time are goalies helmets going to get knocked off to stop? The play? Right. Which is right. similar to the goalpost thing. That's that's sort of yeah. going on. Yeah. But which I don't like. Yes, there is some danger in terms of like giving refs a gray area to make their own choices. We've seen in a lot of other very large danger. (laughs) There's we've seen a lot of instances where that can, um, that can cause issues. Um, yes, but I don't know. I feel like there's gotta be some level of common sense to it of like, I think a ref can see that and like, see that as an instance where you could maybe blow the play dead there. I don't know. Because it's a guy, it's a player who is regular, like his job is to stand in front of them. And it's not the 1950s anymore. We know that it's an extremely bad idea to have them standing in front of them without a mask. Like, I don't know. It's like a very open and shut thing for me, which I mean, obviously, yeah, you'd have to deal with like the gray areas or whatever. But like, I think a ref should be able to blow that dead there. I agree. Like based on their judgment, like, it's not like a situation of like where the goalie's still up and about and like moving around and like it comes off and he's like flinging it around like ah, hey like he was very clearly clipped by a guy and was on the ice just like motionless it's like yeah and i can't tell because he continued to play so i can't tell if it was an injury or maybe he just tweaked something for a second right. or if he or, was just hiding as a smart yeah. human being uh, yeah, honestly, what I don't want my head to get hit by a puck kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, regardless, like, yeah, I think that's that's something you should be able to stop. Like, uh, and yeah, it, it's the the I think what they need to look at. I think the rule, the way it's written, is okay. But what they need to do is define, and it's so convoluted, and there's so much going on. But they need right. to define like uh imminent scoring chance right that was the whole they thing redefine like, that. oh well dallas still had possession, possession whatever, or whatever yeah. but i don't know i don't know i feel like there's there's got to be a better option there because like that's so very clearly not safe <laughs> like no I, and, I, I, well, well, and i'll tell you about this i don't i don't have the video i wish i had the video loaded up to show you but spencer knight's helmet came off and it took them too long to blow the whistle and he actually blocked a shot with like his abdomen with yeah. no helmet on yeah and which, i saw it and i was like blow the whistle yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a helmet but yeah I, it's yeah they're, they're especially the in nhl what do you yeah, what do you I mean, what do you expect yeah they need to figure that out because especially like today because you know we're getting more and more information on how you know serious head injuries can be mm-hmm. you know yeah maybe the guy that's gonna yeah. that gets hit by the pucks the most should 
Yeah. You know, Which should have a helmet like, on at all times. To degree, it's hockey. You're never going to remove that entirely. But this would be a very easy way to remove the danger. Like it would be That's, yeah. a very easy move. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Hopefully we can see something come out of that. Um, Hopefully. I think, I think, uh, what is it? I saw like it was a Jeff video with Jeff Merrick, I think is the video that I put in here. And I think, well, who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but luckily, Winnipeg ended up winning that game anyway. So they well, won it go. very, very soon into overtime. But yeah. Uh, all right. Back, uh, back to the rest of us. Um, but real quick, let's talk about another goalie thing. <laughs> we'll talk about this. Eric sent this Jordan to the Bennington. Eric yeah. sent this to the uh, to the group chat. Tell us, tell us what happened. Oh, this was great. I was just <laughs> I just happened to be scrolling Twitter last night, and uh, yeah, the Blues were playing the Hurricanes, and Bennington goes to play the puck behind the net, um, and he he does, I believe, uh, and he plays it as yep. he as he plays it, he notices Jordan Stahl is like, you know, skating towards him to put pressure on. And then, you know, Stahl's like going to go around him, uh, towards the wall and Bennington, you just see him look like I'm going to put my body into him. And Stahl is a big boy. So Bennington gets absolutely fucking run over, which is absolutely incredible. <laughs> he's, he's an underrated. So Jordan Stahl is an underrated, like monster. Yes. The that way he uses so his physicality. Mm-hmm. He was uh he was the reason I became like a a, a a penguins fan for a while. Penguins fan. Yeah. I love that guy. I still do. He's great. Awesome player. He's great. Yeah, yeah. But uh, oh, that was great. Just seeing Bennington just uh instant karma. That's what everybody was saying. I like, mean, that's goes, what you get, man. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to the best part, uh when Stahl hits into when they hit into each other and Stahl obviously like destroys him he just in slow motion you see him look down and he just puts his hands up like, He's like what are you what doing are you man doing like here? what like why would you do that oh my god it's so good ben and bennington's <laughs> is thinking like ah this is my chance to lay somebody out i'm gonna yeah. do it and he gets like boom nope you're fucked yep oh, <laughs> yeah. my oh god, so yeah. you know what and that ties perfectly in with our last conversation so everything we talked about about the helmet coming off goes for every nhl goalie except jordan bennington there we go <laughs> And there's the there's the cherry on top. No, I'm kidding. But Bennington, yeah, yeah. I don't want you to keep get any your helmet injuries. on. All right, yeah, keep your helmet on. He already is a screw loose. Stop trying to hit anymore. people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right. <clears throat> uh, I wanted to highlight just a couple teams this week because we've been doing that for the last couple couple episodes. Just kind of talk about a yeah. couple teams. Um, I wanted to highlight the Red Wings, the Detroit Red Wings. Yes, because they sucked last year, and now. <laughs> They don't suck as much. <laughs> They're half sucking. Uh, as but we expected, though. You, you, you know what? Yes. Detroit is who I should have had in the third Atlantic spot. Mm -hmm. Not Ottawa. That was a mistake. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Detroit, they're, they're playing well. They're, they're fourth in the Atlantic. They're currently 11-6-5, so 11-11. They're 500-ish um, as far as like wins and losses. Uh, but they have five OT losses, so extra points. Cool. Oof. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean they're they're just playing well, and I I think they're in I think they're in a playoff spot right now. Yes, they're in the second wild card right now, right ahead of uh, the Rangers. So they're doing pretty well, and I don't know what is doing it. I have a suspicion, and I'm gonna go look into it right now. 
A suspicion? Does it involve goaltending? It by does. It does. Mm-hmm. That's that is my suspicion as well. All right, I have to wait oh, five seconds goodness. for a stupid fucking ad. Uh, I th- well, it's Billy Huso, uh. and so I I'm thinking he did he played really well with the Blues last year, so I'm thinking he's doing pretty good this year. Let me have a look. Let me have a look, yeah. Uh, so while you're looking into that, why doesn't it show me fucking stats? Well, I'll save this for the end. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Billy Huso, uh, 15 games played, 15 games started, nine three and zero. Wow, that is talk about a great Stevie Y offseason pickup. Yep. But listen to his stats, though. His stats aren't as good as you might think. Two five eight goals against. Mm. Uh, and only a nine twelve save percentage. Now I say only. That's still a really a very good save percentage. Mm-hmm. But uh, for a goalie with nine wins, you would expect that to be. For a goalie that's nine and three, you would expect that to be a little higher. I Did you say yeah, a two right. eight? A two five eight uh, goals against. I think so. I feel like that was the big thing for Detroit. Like three shutouts. Now that they have. Shutouts. A third really? of his wins are shutouts. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. Holy. I, I think with Detroit, it's one of those things offensively, they never struck me as a team that would struggle because they have some offensive weapons for sure. Yeah, they do. Um, I just think like finally they have a goalie that makes the save. Like those close games that could go either way, now they have a goalie that makes the save. And yep. they have the scoring to support it. Like yep. it's all kind of clicking a little bit there. Yep. Uh yeah. And then uh, their second goalie, their backup, is Alex Nedeljkovic, who has continued on his performance from last year. So that's upsetting. yeah, he's kind of just yeah, poor two, guy. Two and two and three, uh, three. Oh boy, three point nine seven goals against average. He's uh, given up. He's given up a basically four goals a game. Uh, geez, only man. an eight eighty save percentage. That is that is rough. So if Huso gets hurt, it. watch out. Oh well, there we go. Uh, oh yeah, who's who's they got? Wow, they got well. Dylan Larkin's got twenty five points. That's that's that ain't bad. Wow, yeah, nice. Uh, Kubalik up there, Heronic. Legend. Yeah, Heronic. Your favorite guy, Adam Ernie. Oh yeah, that guy. What a guy. Wait, <laughs> is he doing well? Oh yeah, look at him go. Yeah, three, he's three a, goals, he's... seven assists. That ain't bad. But yeah, uh, what what do you guys think are the chances that this team keeps this pace up and makes the playoffs? Uh, I'm kind of nervous about it, to be honest, this year. I, I would, don't know. I would bet on them not. not. I, yeah, I would bet yeah. on them not. I think but, you're going to see... Bubble. bubble I, I bubble think team. that the Atlantic now is going to be the normal Atlantic coming out. Like, you know, the top two, you know, the top three... And then it's going to be Boston, Pittsburgh. So you Control. think? Well, no, excuse me, sorry. Boston's up top. Um, yeah, but it, you know, it's it's those three teams: Tampa, Ottawa, or not Tampa. Tampa <laughs> this guy, Toronto. This guy had a long um, day at the office. <laughs> Toronto, Florida, <laughs> and Boston and Pittsburgh. But... We'll have that's going to be interesting because now I picked. Did I pick three? I picked uh I, I picked five Atlantic teams to make the playoffs. I think I'm gonna oh, be wrong. Yeah, you did. Mm. I think I will be wrong in the end. Uh but if you don't think 
uh, Detroit makes it, then we're looking at five Metro teams because the other Atlantic teams ain't making it. I could see that the way this season's going so far. Oof. Which Ridiculous. is weird, though, because like the Atlantic yep. is... You look at the Atlantic, and on paper, the Atlantic's far better yep. than the Metro. But we also but the didn't... Metro's just cooler, you know? Oh, sure. Okay. sure <laughs> nobody, well, first, nobody saw the Devils. Because doing the, yeah. the are just so tough, right? Like, you're going to... They're pl- And they're playing them more, so yeah. You've got more right. tough like, Even Ottawa is keeping some of these games competitive against the good teams, so it's like... <laughs> yeah, Ottawa, so yeah. They're in the basement. They still have eight wins. They're in the so. basement. They've got eight wins, and also their goal differential is only, like, minus seven. Oh, no. They're, yeah, their goal diff is really good this year. It's not... It's like, like it's not okay. it's not like negative thirty like the ducks <laughs> is right now. They're losing cl- when they lose, they're losing close games. And close when they games. win, they're they're winning, you know, by a couple goals, I think is how it's been going. But it's interesting. Also on the Red Wings site, uh it's still the old Buffalo Sabres logo with the Navy. They should probably update that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's been a couple years. <laughs> uh, all right, hey. and then the second team I wanted to take a look at because this is surprisingly shite. Mm. The Washington Capitals, right yep. now, they are currently ten, eleven, and four, and sixth in the Metro. That's not even in like. Oh, in the geez. whole in the whole conference, that's in the just the Metropolitan Division. They're sixth place. They're only above Flyers and Columbus. Oh God, yeah, that's not where you want to be. <laughs> uh, so I mean, what do you guys think's going on here? Uh, well, Kemper... Ovi's still doing okay. <laughs> Ovi is still doing okay. Twenty five points in twenty five games. Kemper hasn't really been the <clears throat> goalie answer for them. It seems to me. From Which, what I've watched, but that being said, yeah, I don't know who the Capitals have on defense other than John Carlson. So I think you might be closer oh. with that second thing, yeah. the defense, because what's Kemper's stats? Kemper probably still has good stats. Yeah, right? uh, they're pretty good. Uh, so he's he's played nineteen games. He's played a lot of fucking games. Nineteen games. Okay, okay. So this, yeah. Sorry, Darcy. Didn't mean to bad. Uh, continue. He's eight eight wins, nine losses. So. Wait a second, that doesn't add up. 17 games? Do they he's, count the games oh, he's played as maybe, if he comes in in he, relief of like... Well, he's... Yeah. he's well, they, they count the games played as the games he come in relief, but the score, like the win-loss... Yeah, the games, the games started. They do have a game started stat. They're both the same. So I think he's gotten pulled a couple times. Ooh, okay. Is what that means. Um, yep, that's what that means. Uh, but eight wins, nine losses... 2.53 goals against. That's pretty damn good. All things considered. That's better than that's record. better than Billy Huso. Yeah, uh, say it's yeah. right about Huso's stats. Uh and then his save percentage is 915. Wow, yeah, that's So All right. He's doing his job. Yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, I think well let me let me list you off their uh their D-men. Why can't I just look at defensemen? God damn it. One of the guys is named like Ferry Arvey or some shit like that. I can't even tell who's defenseman because the fucking. Well, I gotta look at the goddamn thing. Yeah, I think it's defenseman. Who do we got here? Who do we got? Uh, Alex. <laughs> oh my God, this name. 
<laughs> Alexander Alexiev. It's Alex Alex. Oh man, <laughs> Alex Alex. Uh, John Carlson, Martin Fehervery. Fer- 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 oh, it's Ferrevy, I think, actually. Ferrevy? I think it's Ferrevy. I might be wrong, though. Uh, I, might, I might be thinking of Ferrevy. Uh, Eric Gustafson. Oh jeez. Uh, I believe a former Sen. <laughs> and uh, and and Islander for like three oh, seconds. Oh, and Islander. All right. Matt yeah, Irwin. That. Nick Jensen, Dimitri Orlov, and Trevor Van Riemsdyk, who I did not know was a defenseman. So Dimitri Orlov isn't bad because I'm pretty sure he plays on the Carlson pairing. But wait, yeah, but so Van Riemsdyk isn't terrible. And well, JVR is not bad. <laughs> yeah, this is T. TVR. Like, yeah, but listen, it's the Jordy Jamie Ben situation. Let me tell again. you about one TVR's one career. TVR's career, he has 94 points in 481 games played. Is he good defensively, though? Uh, he's a plus six. So that's a, like. That seems to all right. The Caps defense could definitely use some work, but like they're the Capitals. To me, Laviolette's still their coach, right? Uh, yes, and actually, yeah. Hmm. So, so let me t- so let me tell you, this could be their problem right here. Because, god damn it, why don't they just have the stats and the roster in the same fucking thing? <laughs> so, Kemper. With a 2.53 goals against uh, their backup, Charlie Lindgren, uh, Habs legend. Yes. Uh, has a 3.4 goals against. Not great, not, but that's not, not that much. If you put those together, I'm trying to think if you average those out. I can do it's that. It's like a 2.75. Uh, yeah, it's a, so it's, it's just under three, I think. Okay, yeah. So in order to win games, they only need to score four goals. That's kind of that's kind of that's a bit that's kind of a lot. Yeah, but but doable. It's doable, especially for the Capitals. You got Alex Ovechkin, best goal scorer in the history of the league, basically. Yeah. Uh, and here is where it comes down to it. Ovechkin is a point per game, twenty five points, twenty five games. Uh, and then it drops down to Dylan Strom. Eighteen oh. points in twenty five games. Not bad. Fairly respectable, but. Only five goals. Mm, offensively, the Caps are struggling, it seems. Yeah. The next highest goal scorer, Ovi's got 13. The next highest is Connor Sheary with eight. <laughs> Connor Sheary, Penguins legend. And then John Carlson with seven. So they... Uh, your def- a defenseman is up there. This yeah. sounds like the Islanders from last year. <laughs> Jesus. So I would. So, I think offense might be their problem. So they haven't okay, been yeah. getting any help yeah. from Oshie this year, then. Oshie, I oh, believe... Yeah. Oh, shit, he has played. Oshie got hurt. Oshie was hurt for the beginning, or he's hurt now. He's only played 14 games, and he's got nine points in those 14 games. Okay. So, respectable again, but... Yeah. uh, But, yeah, when... When you listed the Caps defense... So, they don't have Backstrom. Yeah, he's he's hurt. He's hurt. They don't have Backstrom. So, what's going on with Kuzi, then? Uh, Kuznetsov is third in points with 16, so he's not... He's not doing he's what not, he what they need him to do. I'll say that. Yeah, right. He's not playing like he did last year. Last year he was good. Yeah. So, so yeah. I would say that's pretty crazy because I started thinking that it was the it was the goaltending. Then I was like, oh no, it's not. It's probably the defense. And then now I'm up 
I'm 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 thinking offense is the problem. You could always improve on the defense that the Caps have, but again, like I, the way I look at it, it's like okay, all their defense at least top four are like kind of established NHL players, like they're guys, you know. So you should be able to kind of make that work with the offense that you have. Yeah, but yeah, it's just not clicking. Not clicking. Poor Darcy Kemper, man. Poor. Now Darcy let me Kemper. ask you this question: Do they figure it out and make the playoffs? Uh, let me yes, well, let me tell they... you let me tell you what's happening here. Let me tell okay. you they are currently uh twenty four. Well, they're only three it... points. They're three points outside of a playoff spot right now because oh, the East okay. is insane. Yeah. So what do you think? Do they do it or do they not? They don't even really have to pick it up. That yes. Much. Yes, yeah, they, they do it if they get a new coach. Okay, so no, uh, also, I think, they'll get, I think they'll get some help, like Kuzi, Oshi, those guys will pick it up and they'll be okay. I think so, too. And if they get Backstrom back, is he supposed to be back or is he out for the year? I don't know. That's <laughs> a good question. It's I think it's one of those like. And who knows, like he's out for a long time, no return date. Yeah. Uh, also, just for context, uh, one spot ahead of the Capitals. Two points outside of a playoff spot. The Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> yeah. Benny's uh, boys. Yeah, so he was practicing in a non-contact jersey two weeks ago. All right. So he's got a good chance of coming back this season. I can't believe the Canadians could make the playoffs this year, dude. Like they really they could. could. They really they could. They could. They could. That would be insane. Uh, they just gotta, they just gotta make it on vibes, good vibes, good vibes, yeah. Fuck, man, you know what happens when they get in there? You don't, you don't even know. They, they might go all the way to the final. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to get owned. <laughs> you take a lot of, you take a lot of pride in that one, don't you? <laughs> I really don't, because it was really, it was honestly like bullying. <laughs> here's, here's a problem. As of two weeks ago, for the Caps. Oshi, yeah. Maxstrom, and Orlov were all out. Oh with, dang! Like, oh with, yeah, with no expected return dates. Yeah. So. Okay, so yeah, they're going through a rough patch. They could definitely turn it around. All right, you know what? I, I'm still going to stand by my coach thing, but also new coach time. But also, Nick is right. I, they still could make it if they have the same coach. I, I think I think they'll make it. I think they'll make it in, but I yeah. I don't think they'll do much. I just, yeah. Listen, I love Kemper. I he think got he, his ring. he got his ring, and I also think he was shielded by just Colorado's ridiculous Re- team. Yeah, team defense off everything. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what do you guys think? Sound off in the comments. Will Will the Capitals make it? Will Detroit stay in the playoff spot that they have? Will Will the Canadians make it? Only time will tell. Only yeah. time will tell. Will you, as a fan, go to ASU to see a freaking Coyotes game? Let us know. Fuck, man, I'd do it. What is it, like 20 bucks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, last but not least, boys, let's go over fantasy hockey real quick. Eric, by the way, I meant to text you. I, I offered, I you, to talk I about offered it you a little trade. You did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, I should have mm. opened up the, uh, the standings. 
I'll go first. Well, go ahead. While you're doing that, hold on. Yeah. I, there was a contract signed this week extension. Oh, that's right. Oh, is this Brian? Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, no, wait. Yeah, we got to talk about that. We kind of do for a separate reasons. So, for Brian's the weekly Dallas plug, <laughs> Dallas extended him. So they've locked up their their new core. Right? They extended uh, Heiskanen last year, I believe. Eight years. They yep. got. They've got Ottinger signed for a couple seasons. They've got they've got MVP Jason Robertson signed for a few years, um, and now they've extended Hints. So that helps them going forward. Yeah, that's but, awesome. But what intrigues me is the article I read following that extension is that it sets a precedence now for what a couple upcoming centers are going to be expecting on their extensions. So Dylan Larkin and Bo Horvat are both uh, uh, oh. UFAs. Oh, boy. UFAs. I think... They're both free agents at the end of the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I can't, off the top of my head, recall what the uh, Hintz extension was, but it's now going to drive what Horvat and um, Larkin get because they're Hintz? debatably just as good as Hintz. Hints was eight by eight ish, I think. It was like eight point. I am currently trying to find Dallas. There we go. I'll tell you what it is. I'll friggin' tell you. Uh he jumps from three point one five to eight point four five. Over eight good. years. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. That ain't bad. Also, uh, Dallas is smart in doing that because, again, in the next few years, the salary cap is projected to increase, and the fact that they are locking up that young core, like Ottinger, well, Robertson, that, so that's... They, they lock up hints at least. But the problem with Ottinger and uh, Robertson. Oh yes, it was a short. It was Those a are little, little bridge. Uh, Those little bridge, bridge deals. Yeah, yeah. Which, mm. if I'm Robertson, I'm like, thank fucking god, because <laughs> he had a hattie last night. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, he's still got. He's got one. Uh, he's got one, two, three. He's got three more years after this one. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. As of right now, yeah. As of right now, I'd be like, "Fuck, bro, I should have done a one year." <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, but it's... he's he's extended his point streak. Then it's either seventeen or eight. Uh, no, excuse me, it's either eighteen or nineteen. Also, right now, there's an, a long point streak from Marner. Mitch Marner, yeah. That, that's also that's kind of like overshadowing the the Robert Robertson one right now because he's like got one more game on him. Yeah. So when I was it's looking like up, I was looking up and I was just trying to find the news on it, and it's like Marner is at an 18 game point streak, and then I have to scroll like four more times to see, oh, Robertson is on a 17 game point streak. Like, I gotta say, exactly. I gotta yes. say, man, uh, I don't, I didn't hate the Leafs. You know how Ben has like that hatred for the Leafs. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. But the way that the Steve Dangle guys talk about the Leafs, <laughs> like they're the most important fucking team in the world and everything <laughs> revolves around them. My god, it's annoying. Like you guys haven't you guys haven't want you not want to play out, I understand you're the biggest team in the biggest market. You're popular, whatever. Your your athletes get milk sponsorships or whatever the fuck. Milk. Milk. <laughs> Bagged milk sponsorships. <laughs> but f- you guys haven't won a fucking round since 2004. Your team is a joke. 
I'm sorry. Well, one thing that is intriguing about the Leafs, and this will be my last thing I throw in. I was reading last week that Jacob Shikrin wants to be traded to the Leafs. Oh, dang. Because he wants to play with Austin Matthews. Just wait. He'll be down in Arizona soon. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, no. Just kidding. Oh, no. 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 Uh, I mean, yeah, I could see that. They definitely need the help on the back end. They do. Uh, they can't fit him in. What's, right. Whatever his salary is, they can't fit it. He, if he makes five bucks a year, they can't fit that in. Like, <laughs> I, I agree. I was just throwing that out there yeah, just yeah. because I, I read it. Which I mean, it would they might... be interesting to see if they could pull off, but I know they can't. I know that I know that they've been trying to get rid of what's or they're thinking about trading what's his name Kerfoot, who makes like three something. So they, if they traded yeah. him to get him, they might be able to fit him under the salary cap, but that'll be tough. Yeah. But if you want to hear more about that shit, go watch Steve Dangle guys. Yeah, because they'll Which... fucking talk about it all day long. Yeah, they, they will. Anything else? Yeah, yeah, they will. Good, good quality. Good quality. Yeah, that's Fuck great. Them. I, I like it. I like listening to the show, but I, I hate it. We don't, we don't talk about the Leafs on this because yeah. they cover it enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just I, I'm fine to hear them talk about the Leafs. But when they go, when they start like this, like all like almighty, the almighty Leafs, I'm like, you guys fucking your team's good in the regular season. That's basically it. Like, <laughs> I think they know that, though. They do. They do. You fucking also, they all, speak they all like you know sport. it. <laughs> they all work for Sportsnet, though, right? And Sportsnet is the Leafs channel, basically. basically That's all they yeah. talk about. So, like, I was going to say, it's a, hate the player. Don't hate the player. Hate Actually, the game, Steve right? is and the only one that works for Sportsnet. Oh, Steve is? Oh, okay. Yeah. And Steve um, is actually the most, like, hockey fan of them all, I'd say. Yeah. Well, actually, no, they're all, they're, they're all pretty in the know about, like, what's going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely more, in, they're definitely more in the know than us. Yeah. <laughs> well, their jobs is to cover yeah, yeah. Our jobs are not. yes it is all right you guys want to talk about fantasy real quick here yes i'll go first yes uh i'm real far back now and i forgot to set my roster like two nights ago when no! I, I left a bunch of points on my bench and i'm like so this is it eric this is how your season ends come on rick you can do Hot it dog baby catch right. up. <laughs> <Hot> dog baby <laughs> catch up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's his team name. Yeah, cat, cat, baby, hot dog. Team cat, baby, hot dog. That's my team name. There you go. <laughs> uh, so yeah. it's actually, first of all, you should accept that trade. <laughs> I, to be honest, I think I'm going to. You got You only have two goalies. You need a third goalie. No, uh, I only have one goalie because Jack Campbell. I don't think I'd consider him a goalie this year. I'm really sorry, Jack Campbell. I love you as a person. You might want to swap. Jesus, you yeah. might want to swap him out for another goalie. Yeah. Um, AKA Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah. yeah so I. Demko. You could pick up Demko. He could pick it up. Uh, uh, I'm hearing that as sarcastic because he just hurt his hip again. So oh, don't pick him up. Uh, oh, so the geez. current trade that I have going to Eric was I would send him Flurry and I would take uh, Tarasenko, who's had a very slow, who's very not done year. Yeah. that well. But you'll but get more points out of Flurry. Yes, might, exactly. I need points right now. I need points right now. That's a fair trade. You know what, Mike? Let's um, do this live. Let's do this live. live. I'll hit the check mark. I'll right, hit the hit check the, mark. Hit the dude. check mark then. Hit yeah. the check mark. Hit that shit. And next you next you're like, I'm gonna vote it down right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it. Doesn't matter to me. 
Uh, well, well, listen, I was going to say that it, it has become other than Ben being out front because his team's ridiculous. Well, two, I've three, been four, five is very tight. Two, three, four, five has all of a sudden become an actual race. Yeah. Yeah. We have me. I am. I am one hundred and ninety one points back of Ben. And my dad is in fifth, who is about 60 points behind me. So all fi- uh, four of us are yeah. within 60 points of each other. And then there's a huge drop off, and that's me. It goes from 251 points back to 433. Ooh. Bit of a drop. But listen, you can still make it up. My Remember how far back my dad was? My dad yeah, was like true. last. That's true. He's climbed yeah, his way true. back up into the, into the upper area. He's in, he's in the race still- for second now. That's a good point, actually, because yeah, I didn't realize the drop off between me and your mom's team is like 200 points almost. That's no, 170. 170, yeah. Uh, yeah, my mom. Ooh. Yeah, my mom's not having a good year. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, I don't have anything to say about my fantasy team other than I need to catch up. Uh, Jack Hughes has been fantastic for me. Um, and my goalies really aren't doing much right now oh and i picked up morgan riley and oh. he's been injured for a while so that doesn't really help of yeah. course toronto like starts heating up when morgan riley is injured thanks yeah guys. that seems, it's real, that seems it's real helpful yeah it's real helpful uh, uh yeah man well you had a good night last night 111 points yes no i had a great and see that's that's the annoying thing about my team i know they have it in them just inconsistent uh, so the two teams that i really bet on this year to get me some sneaky points in fantasy i thought the kings and a kopitar fiala duo would do that yeah i thought good yes no he's been good he's been good and kopitar's been okay but philip forsberg man mm, yeah like he's he's been okay he hasn't but he hasn't been like that was like your second pick wasn't it yeah yeah no third wasn't my second pick i feel like sorokin was up there i don't know but yeah, he was up there because I'm like, oh, yeah, he's coming contract year. Nashville's going to try to go for it this year. They were a weird little like we just got in. Nope. Yeah. Uh, that could change. That could change at the end of the yeah. year. But that's it. That's all I got, man. Well, listen, uh, we'll say my sleeper pick was p- taking Robertson because he didn't have a contract when we drafted. That was a good yeah. pick. That was a real yeah. nice pick for me. Uh. Well, let me tell you this, Eric. I'm in a similar boat because I took Uberdo second, yeah, in the second round, and I took doing nothing. I'm pretty sure I took Nazem fucking Kadri in the third round, and they are both oh, they are wow. <laughs> they are both now free agents because they suck, dude. And you're still in second place right now. I'm telling you, my team. It's wow. I I don't know why I'm in second because of the way that like the people that I grabbed. Like if they, they haven't performed at all. The dudes that I drafted, I've dropped almost all of them. <laughs> and like I know, except for like goalies. And I don't, I don't know how I'm up there. I really don't. But I just, you know, who I just picked up, and I'm excited about Matty Beniers. I was looking at him, and I was going to. He's nice. been a free agent for a long time. I gave you yep. all a chance. I was like, you know, yep. what? I'm taking him. I, I like gave you all a chance, next. and looks like he. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. good Seattle man this year. We should talk about. Did you guys talk about them? I already? think we might have, but we'll, we can I revisit them uh, next week. Uh, we can yeah, revisit yeah. them next week. We'll see how they do. We'll see how they do this week. Another Ben cut in. This time for fantasy. 
I probably just scared the shit out of people wherever I put that because it's going to be like not loud and it's going to be really loud. Really suddenly. Uh, But yeah, you're still solidly up front. What's what's the secret? Is it just taking all the best players in the draft that everybody else just leaves there? That that certainly um, that certainly did help things. Um, I'm not gonna lie. A few of my bigger guys have kind of cooled off a bit, which isn't that surprising because they were shit hot to yeah. start. Like, um, Passion Act's been a little colder, I think. I don't even really know because like, there's been a few nights the last week where like you've been getting points on me, but I've still been like, it's it's been a good enough showing it's, where it's like you'd have you'd have like 90 but i'd still have like 75 so it's yeah like i'm making up like little bits but then the yeah. next night you'll you'll get a little bit more well, than me so it's right. like it's just <clears throat> i mean you're chipping away which it's it's, it's getting to the point where it's like all right i need to i need to perk up here a little bit i no, need to kind of make close your eyes make, make sure i'm i'm still making moves so like i've I've been cycling some guys around, like around the fringes a little bit. I um, I did just pick up Jonathan Ubaldo just because I want to. He seems to be picking his play up a little bit in the last few games with Calgary. I want to see if I can maybe get someone out of there just because it wasn't really that much a risk with some of the guys I had in my bench slots. Like that's the thing. I've it's been my main guys holding it down, and then I've just sort of been tinkering around the edges and seeing what I can find. But uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say. I, it's it's I haven't had to do much. Uh, <laughs> no, I think no, you have where not. am I at moves wise? Uh, uh, not very many. Fourteen. I have sixteen 15? now. Oh, okay. So like your dad has fourteen. He has a bit less than me. Eric just load. doesn't make moves, so he only has three. And then same with your mom. So I don't know if I really count that because like Cody thirty three, Danielle thirty, you twenty four, yeah, Nick Nick eighteen. So like I don't know. I'm starting to catch up a little bit move wise, but. I just yeah, I, I got very lucky and well, that's draft. what happens. You don't have to make moves if your team's good. All those people with making yeah. a bunch of moves, like I have uh, do I have the second most then with twenty four? Or no, Danielle. You have the third most, yeah. yes. Because my team Cody blows decided to do a complete roster turn- turnover like four basically, times in one week. Yeah. <laughs> basically <laughs> like, like three times a month he'll do a full yeah. clean out. Um but yeah. All right. Well well cool. What's been what's been your story the last couple of weeks here? I, other than slowly just kind of making your way, trying making to catch your way up, breathing down my back here. Yeah. Like, uh, so I finally I traded. Uh, I picked up Saros, and then he mm. did pretty good. And then I used that to trade to get uh, with my dad. I was gonna trade to try and get a thing, and then he countered. And I was like, yeah, whatever. So basically, I traded Saros for Carter Hart. Not a good trade, but. I already had a bazillion goalies anyway. And then I just traded the other day and actually Eric accepted it on the podcast. So you, you, will, you will have seen that already. But uh, it was a Marc-Andre Fleury for Vlad Tarasenko. Ooh, did you have too many goalies? I had four goalies, yeah. Ah, so I was okay. like, yeah, I only really want three. Because I looked at the point totals and I was like, oh, he's been doing okay. But yeah, it makes sense if you already have... And, like, I, and have, I'm... Have I'm, I'm, I'm putting... I'm putting my faith in the fact that Tarasenko will pick it up because I think he's got like five <laughs> goals and like nine assists. Or so. He's he's like he's oh, way yeah. under. So I'm putting I my mean, faith in that he's gonna heat up at some point. Yeah, I mean the fucking uh, St. Louis was trash to start. So they and were. they've 
actually started to kind of get their feet under them. So that would that would check out. That would make sense. I'm hoping there. I finally gave up on Kadri. Get, <laughs> get him out. And I picked up Matty uh, Beneers because he's been crazy. And I don't know how nobody picked him up, but I'll take him. It's I it's, I think it's just the Seattle of it all. Like you don't they, they've been doing really well, but nobody really thinks about them. I think that's that much yet. Is. They're still new. Yeah, because Burakovsky I, was still a free agent, and Danielle. Mm-hmm. I was like, Danielle, pick that guy up for for Claude Giroux. <laughs> oh yeah, because Giroux, the Ottawa's Ottawa's yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. Which I mean, sorry to Nick, but like there were some. I, I'm repeating. I think what Steve Dangle said a couple weeks ago. There were some bold people on Ottawa Senators Twitter all summer, and they were just rolling in it when they started making those moves. I was like, all right, guys, you were 28th last year, but okay, just yeah. keep, just keep Listen, talking. I didn't do it on Twitter. I did it with my face on this you did. podcast. You, you put your face and your whole right. heart and everything behind it, which I have betrayed. If there's me. anybody who can appreciate a ballsy <laughs> playoff take, I can. So good for you. <laughs> Good for you. You betrayed me. <laughs> well, Just whatever. a little bit. See if we get all four of us on a show. I don't know if we've <laughs> had all four of us on a show in like a month. Two months. It's been a, a while. Month, yeah, not, not, not two months, but a month. Yeah. I won't be here next week. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, We're going to go to a wedding. Oh, Forgot nice. about that. A, De- a December wedding. How nice. Yeah. Hope you have long johns. <laughs> it's up north. Is it dang? Uh okay, well, do you guys have anything else you want to throw in here before uh well actually real quick, let's hear about Benny. Uh or let's hear from Benny about what he thinks about the fantasy stuff. He's a in a also, company lead, but yeah. Nick, did you want to add anything into fantasy? Because your team uh Okay. No, I like my team. It seems doing Just well. He's team. he's right behind yeah. me. Like uh he's like twenty points behind me, basically. So. I enjoy the nights when Mike scores 30 and I score 50. And yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm gaining on him. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're going to go to Benny real quick. Ben. Okay. <laughs> all right. I, either, <laughs> either you guys got anything to add to, uh, to this show before yes. we peace out? I actually do have one thing to add to the show, and I've been waiting to tell this. So, funny story. It's a, it's a story. Funny story. So Caroline does this volleyball league in New York City. This is a hockey-related story, folks. And uh, one of the guys that's on her team is this guy named Frank. I think he's in his early 30s, and he's, uh, he's a firefighter. And I think he's a firefighter. And anyway, uh, he every time Caroline would, like, she would, like, send Snapchats to everyone, she'd be like, they play volleyball and go to a bar in the city after it's awesome playing rec sports in the city. Cause you just walk to a bar right yeah. after there's bars yeah. everywhere. So sick. And she would always like Snapchat the group. And this guy, Frank always had an Anaheim ducks like backpack on. And I was like, Oh, I guess he plays hockey. And Caroline would always tell me like, Oh yeah. Like Frank would tell me he plays ice hockey. Like he's bit big into hockey. Right. So last night uh, was Caroline's last game of the season. And she told me they were sitting at, uh, sitting at the bar after uh, after playing. And they were talking about the, you know, how many people do you know until you know a famous person? Like one oh, of those things, like yeah, the yeah. degrees of separation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Frank goes, oh, yeah, I went to high school with Jonathan Quick. 
Because no I went to high school in, in Connecticut. And I know he's telling the truth because Quick went to high school in Connecticut. I know that because I'm a huge Jonathan Quick fan. I was like, I was like, holy crap. And he's like, yeah, Quick, uh, Quick, uh, like there was this like popular girl or whatever that Quick uh, like really liked. But he went away to play hockey like because he was really good. And Frank's like, yeah, and then I started dating her. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, so you can be like, I, so, I, yeah. I took a lady so, from Jonathan. Quinn. His, his exact quote. Caroline said his exact quote was, "He may have won the war, but I won that battle." <laughs> that was his exact because he's like, you know, two Stanley Cups Dang. later. Well, quick, quick! Yeah. This week just turned into the number one goalie for uh, the Kings again, without yeah. a doubt, because After... they just got Peterson. Quick turned into the number one goalie after they put Peterson on waivers after quick or Peterson had to be put in for quick who let in five goals on nine shots against the Kraken. I'm, the Kings are a disaster right now. Wait, did Peterson get claimed off waivers? No, not yet. Oh, okay. So the, did you guys see that game? The Seattle Kings game nine to eight. Seattle beat the Kings nine to eight. Yeah, I did. So no, Quick was I in, but I also saw that they didn't pull. Um, they didn't pull Jones. Martin Jones. No, like what no. the fuck are you guys doing, dude? Dude, they, they left that, that poor game, bastard in there. That game, that game was was crazy. Quick, Quick just couldn't make a save, and then they pull him for Peterson, and then Peterson doesn't play well either. And they're like, all right, see you later, Peterson. He also like, can't make a save. <laughs> But it's like, bro, if they both can't make saves, one of the guys, your young future, which no offense to Quick, but like the man has back issues up the wazoo. Like, I don't know what you're doing. Dude, they should have brought the e-bug in, whatever the e-bug was. Yeah, they should bring Frank in. Frank uh, likes taking over, you know, Quick's thunder there. So that guy, Frank. They should have. That'd be fun. Imagine anyway. that. He steals his girl yeah. and then steals <laughs> yes. his net. <laughs> can't steal his cup rings though that's no, you no, i can't steal that but yeah that's my ho- that's my hockey story courtesy of caroline she's like you got to tell this on the podcast that's very cool so. that's very cool you know what next time we have all four on the on a show we're gonna play that game we're gonna play the the famous person game whatever the fuck uh, you yeah call that. yeah <laughs> uh so yeah start thinking now guys uh i heard Z- zach bogosian zach bogosian <laughs> i never no, i don't actually know him he's just from okay. close to us uh but yeah so let us know down in the comments what's your closest connection to a famous human or animal there's famous animals (laughs) (laughs) i dog sat the dog in what what was that movie the superhero dog movie um bolt was it bolt oh no not the cartoon one like the the live action there was a live action Uh, super dog underdog Underdog, that was it, yes. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll see you guys all next week. Uh, or I think uh, we won't see Nick, but we should be able to get uh, the other three on, or the other two yeah. on, and myself. But yeah, we'll see you guys right. next week. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Peace all out. Right. Have a good one.